Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. I am not going to read scripture this morning before my sermon because I'm actually going to preach through these scriptures. Uh, and the scriptures I'm going to be preaching through are found in 1 John chapter number 1. And I'm going to entitle this message, The Five Ifs of 1 John. The Five Ifs of First John. Now, last week, my daughter preached that beautiful sermon called The Five Marks of a Man Made New, and I will not be outdone <laughs> by my daughter, who preached a phenomenal sermon called The Five... If you have not heard it, get online, listen to that sermon, a great sermon called The Five Marks of a Man Made New. So not to be outdone, I'm going to preach to you the five ifs of 1 John. And then I have a surprise for you at the end. Let's clap our hands one more time for Jesus, shall we? <laughs> Praise God. I'm not going to read all of, all of the verses except to pick out the ifs of this chapter because it is very important that John, in his first epistle, in his first chapter, uh, said a lot of things about if. And you know what if means. It's either if this or that. And so he began by saying this, if we say that we have fellowship with him, and the him he is talking about is a capital H, meaning he's talking about Jesus. If we say we have fellowship with Jesus, but walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Don't tell me you know him if you're walking in darkness. How many of you ever heard the word or the, the, the phrase, actions speak louder than words? Talk is cheap. <laughs> Don't tell me you know Jesus if you're walking in darkness, because if we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Listen, just because this world tells us it's okay does not mean it's okay. Just because this world can make logical sense out of some things does not mean it's right. God's word is true. Let every man be a liar. And what that means is if what you say disagrees with the word of God, you're wrong, he's right. Always. Always. Praise God. And if we allow this world to start shaping the thinking of Christianity, we are walking in darkness, my friend, while we proclaim the truth. If we allow this world to start influencing us to allow some things and to allow some mindsets and to allow some lifestyles, we are suddenly entering into an area where we are actually walking in darkness while proclaiming the truth. And I would rather see somebody be an out-and-out -out sinner and know they're a sinner than to dress, look, and talk like they're a Christian, but live like they're a sinner. Do not 
deceive people. Don't be a hypocrite. If we allow this world to shape our thinking, we are walking in darkness. Do not let this world begin to shape what we think. And many of these things in this world, you ready for this? I hate to tell you this, but it is true. There are many philosophies in our world today that make sense to the carnal man. They may, when I say the carnal man, I'm not talking about the lost soul. I'm talking about the humanity side of us. There are many philosophies in this world that make sense. One of them is live and let live. One is be accepting. One is love everybody. Let me tell you something about love. Love does not mean condone everything. I love my grandchild. That's why when he wants to go out into this parking lot to play, I put up orange cones all over the place so that no cars can come through. I love my grandchild, so I tell him, you are not allowed beyond those cones. And if he goes beyond those cones, he gets in trouble. I'm telling you today that living for God does not mean you can do everything. And loving people does not mean you have to condone everything. There is a limit to what God allows. Don't ever forget that. Praise God. If you you have fellowship with him but walk in darkness, and although many things in this world make perfect sense to the carnal mind, speaking of my grandson, here he comes interrupting my sermon, and I don't care. It's just a good thing it's not your grandson, or I'd be saying, what? Who's Who's in charge of this kid? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Praise God. All right. We back focused on me now? Not yet. Still see people looking over with grins on their face. Hallelujah. Many things in this world, you ready for this? Actually make sense to the carnal mind. Did you hear me? Many things in this world actually make sense to the carnal mind. And if the carnal mind can make sense of it, the carnal mind will condone it. But there has always been and always will be conflict between the carnal mind and the spirit. Because the carnal mind seeks the things of this earth, the spirit seeks the things of that life. And so there is conflict and there is something that is called conviction. And we run from conviction because it doesn't feel good in our spirits. Don't run from, correct, from conviction. Conviction is like getting a spanking from your father. We don't like it, but it does help us live right. That's what conviction is. I have learned not to run from conviction. And the way people run from conviction is they stop going to church. And if they keep going to church, they stop letting God touch their hearts. And they sit there and they enjoy the music and they worship a little bit, but they are not letting conviction touch them. It was in a church service, Brother Vin. I talked, we talked about this before the live stream started. But it, was, it was in the church services that you were already a well 
seasoned saint in when I came walking through as a drunken drug addict, but it was in those church services that conviction started touching me. And what I once enjoyed, I suddenly realized it was not pleasing to God. Are you listening to me? Enjoyment has nothing to do with living for God. Some things the flesh enjoys, but they are not honorable in the sight of God. And you've got to listen to God. My flesh loved drugs, it loved drink, it loved cursing. God did not. And he began service by service, convicting me. And all he said to me is, we don't like that in heaven. And when I was cursing one day, he simply said, we don't talk like that in heaven. And suddenly I realized I want to start living like heaven rather than living like this world. Because I want to end up there, not where this world is going. Come on, somebody. Praise God. If we have fellowship with God and walk in darkness, so just because it makes sense to your carnal mind, check it out with the Word. Number two, am I going to get through all five of these today? I hope so, because I already got a message planned for Back to Church Sunday, which is next week. (laughs) I was just told I better step it up. And my message for Back to Church Sunday may be be a two or even a three-part series. They better come back back because I don't think I'm going to get through this today. I've already almost preached a whole message. I'm only on one uh, one if. You're thinking five S. I'm, if you even get through two of them is the question. The curative if of fellowship with God is the second if that John speaks of in verse number seven. He said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That is, if we walk in the light as he is in the light. I know it's a cliche from years ago, but you know it's not a bad thing to ask once in a while, would Jesus do this? (laughs) That's not a bad statement to challenge ourselves with once in a while when we are getting ready to think about something and do something, act a certain way or take care of business a certain way, to ask ourselves, would Jesus do this? Or even before we start doing things that we do privately, it wouldn't hurt to say, Jesus, are you approving of this? That's tough, huh? Even in your private life, Jesus, are you approving of this? Because I know there are some times when I ask that question, the answer is no. The answer is no. And conviction comes. And I've got one of two choices when conviction comes. Remember this, when conviction comes. I've seen many people fall away from God because they didn't know how to handle conviction. I'm going to tell you how to handle conviction. This is how you handle conviction. Brother Beatty taught us this when he was here one day preaching years ago. He, he, t- he taught us this understanding. Here's how you handle conviction. Conviction. 
Because all of you know, as well as I know, the moment you feel convicted does not mean you can straighten that problem out today, right now, for going forward. Am I right? How many of you struggled with something you know is wrong? Longer than you wish you would, were strong. <laughs> this is how you handle conviction. You handle conviction by bringing it to Jesus. And you say, Lord, help me get over this. Help me to be delivered from this. Do, m- move in my life. Show me the answer that I need to get through this. And then you walk out of church and you go home and the week passes by and you come back to church the next, way, have, next week having fallen again. And you say the prayer, same prayer, Lord, help me to get over this. Help me to figure this out. And you go home and you fall again in the same area. And you know what people do? People say, oh, what's the use? I'm not even going to bother going to church anymore. I don't, I don't deserve to be there. I'm not worthy to be there. Let the person who is worthy to be in the presence of the Lord stand up and shout amen right now. Oh, my, it's silent in here. There's not a one of us worthy to be in his presence. We are all people trying to be like him, working every day to be more like him. And when I fail, I don't run away. I run back to the cross. And when I stumble again in the same area, I don't give up. I come back to the master and say, Lord, I have fallen again. Help me. How many times does a sheep get lost before the shepherd stops looking for it? I got a feeling never. And when I say Brother Beatty taught us this when he was here years ago, it's because he told us of his own testimony. When he came to the altar with a sin that he could not get out of his life, and he fell at the altar and said, Lord, deliver me, only to go home and fall doing it again. And he came back week after week after week after week after week. I forget how long it was that he said, finally, finally I walked away and I had the strength and I was free. When are you free? I don't know. And neither do you. Don't you make that choice that it's not going to work. Bring it back to Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Bring it back to Jesus. How about one more if? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I was going to save the best for last, but I really have a bonus if. Well, I'm going to be really honest with you. I have two bonus ifs. (laughs) I have the five ifs of 1 John, and then I have two bonus ifs, just to show you that I am still the goat around here. I don't know if you heard that. I'm sure you didn't hear it online. But my daughter who preached the five, I don't even know what the title was, some five something. Five marks of a fallen man, was it? I said I have five ifs of First John, and I am still the goat around here. If you don't know what the goat is, it means I'm still the greatest of all time here at Maranatha. That's what GOAT stands for. You hear somebody talk to somebody about a GOAT? That's what they're saying, the greatest of all time. And uh, I am still the GOAT around here because I've got five ifs plus two bonus. Everybody's like, just preach, will you? Shut up and get on with the sermon. That's why I did it in one sermon. 
Oh, you folks online, you are missing it. You need to be here. I'm not even going to tell you what she just said. You just lost out. I'm going to preach one more if, and then we're going to pick it up. I don't know when because I do have a message for next Sunday. Back to church Sunday, by the way. Make sure you invite people to get to the house of God. If we say we have no sin, I just did that one. If we say we have not... Oh, same thing. It's just a different if. I'm like, wait a second. Did I just preach that? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And then it says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And the truth is not in us. And the truth of the matter is, this world would love to remove sin from the lives of its constituency so that nobody is worried about sin any longer. Ask this world what sin is, they'll tell you there's no such thing. It's what's right in your own eyes. It's what's good to you. What's good for one may not be good for another. I'm here to tell you there is one Lord, there is one faith, and there is one baptism. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I don't care what this world says, and I don't care how good they make it sound. If it contradicts the word, let God be true and every man a liar. Can you say amen? And we have proof of it right here in our midst. She's not here today. They both got, they're both sick with COVID, our twins. A couple of other folks, I think the weather waxes have COVID now. I think this is starting to go around again. Let's pray against it. I don't know if I should say this publicly or not, because I don't want to rile anybody up. You do what you want. This is not a dictate from the pulpit. Uh, and, and this is not a, a, what I think all of us should do, but it's what I think I'm going to do. I'm not masking up again. I'm not, I'm not going. I've, I've read so much about masks, how much contamination is in those masks that we think are saving us. That's just free. That's just me. You do it, and I'm not going to condemn you if you want to, and you do it. That's fine. But I, and I also want to tell you this. I'm not letting them shut us down again. We're, we're going to have church. And if they say everything's got to close down, these doors will be open. You stay home and watch it online if you want, but these doors are going to be open. We're going to have church. They're not stopping the, house, the church of God from meeting. No, we're not doing that again. Praise God. All right, let's wrap, let's wrap this up. The world would like very much to remove sin from your equation. They would like us to think that all is well and all is good. But if we remove sin, we must also remove God. And if we remove God, we have no hope. If you take God out of our lives, we have no hope. Take this whole world, the songwriter wrote, but give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. If you feel that way, I want you to come from where you're sitting. I don't care if you've ever come to an altar before.
If you can say with me, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Make your way to this altar as our musicians come. Make your way down here. Let's stand together as one. Let's stand together in unity. Let's stand together. And before that live stream is shut off, I want to say this. I said I'm not masking. I am not looking down on anybody that does. Understand that? Don't feel like you'd be embarrassed if you wear a mask in front of me. You decide for you, and I will decide for me. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't anybody feel embarrassed because you show up with a mask on. God bless you. God bless you. Amen? But I will tell you this, and if you're not comfortable, if we really have an outbreak and you're not comfortable coming to church, want to watch the last stream, you do that, but I will be here having church. Amen? Praise God. Lead us in a chorus. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you and God bless.